Welcome to Parenting Matters with Dr. Gloria Morgan on WDKX. In the current world we live in, a significant other generally refers to a partner, girlfriend, boyfriend, spouse, or someone with whom you share an intimate romantic relationship. Because the term doesn't imply gender, sexuality, or relationship status, many couples adopted the phrase during the 80s and 90s to avoid offense or confusion. Building a healthy relationship, whether romantic, romantic or not, will result in going through ups and downs and Relationships do take work, commitment, and a willingness to adapt and change with your partner. But whether your relationship is just starting out or you've been together for years, there are steps you can take to build a healthy relationship. And remember, if you are a parent that is single or married, These two tips, I believe, will be beneficial not only for you in your relationship, but with your significant other and children that may be in the family. Today, I share two tips from the Help Guide, which is a nonprofit that offers advice on several topics. Tip number one is to spend quality time face to face. And notice the word quality. You fall in love looking at and listening to each other. If you continue to look and listen in the same attentive ways, you can sustain the falling in love experience over the long term. Many couples find that the face-to-face contact of their early dating days is gradually replaced by hurried text messages, emails, and instant messages. While digital communication is great for some purposes, it doesn't positively impact your brain and nervous system in the same way as face-to-face communication. Sending a text or a voice message to your partner saying, I love you, is great. But if you are rarely able to look at them or have the time to sit down together, they'll still feel you don't understand or appreciate them. Hard to believe that, but that's so. Those are emotional cues. Commit to spending some quality time together on a regular basis. No matter how busy you are, take a few minutes each day to put aside your electronic devices Stop thinking about other things and really focus on and connect with your partner or significant other. Find something that you enjoy doing together, whether it is a shared hobby, dance class, daily walk, or sitting over a cup of coffee or tea in the morning. Try something new together. Doing new things together can be a fun way to connect and keep things interesting. As you do things together, you may also want to do 
something that will benefit others. Volunteering for a cause, project, or community work that is meaningful for both of you can help to keep your relationship fresh and interesting. Tip number two, stay connected through communication. You probably say, well, we had communication in tip, t- tip number one. What is this all about? Well, when you experience a positive emotional connection with your partner, you feel safe and happy. When people stop communication, they stop relating well, and times of change or stress can really bring out that disconnect. It may sound simplistic, but as long as you are communicating, you can easily work through whatever problems you are facing. You must tell your partner what you need and not make an assumption that they can figure it out. It's not always easy to talk about what you need. For one, many of us don't spend enough time thinking about what's really important to us in a relationship. And even if you do know what you need, talking about it can make you feel vulnerable, embarrassed, or even ashamed. But look at it this way. Look at it from your partner's point of view. Providing comfort and understanding to someone you love is a pleasure, not a burden. If you've known each other for a while, you may assume that your partner has a pretty good idea what you are thinking and what you need. However, your partner is not a mind reader. While your partner may have some idea it is much healthier to express your needs directly to avoid confusion. So much of our communication is transmitted by what we don't say. Nonverbal cues, which include eye contact, tone of voice, posture, and gestures, such as leaning forward, crossing your arms, or touching someone's hand, communicate much more than words. When you pick up on your partner's nonverbal cues or their body language, you will be able to tell how they really feel and be able to respond accordingly. It's also important to make sure that what you say matches your body language. If you say, I'm fine, but you clench your teeth and look away, then your body is clearly signaling you are anything but fine. Be a good listener. There is a difference between listening and hearing. When you really listen, when you're engaged with what's being said, you will hear the subtle tones in your partner's voice that tells you how they are really feeling and the emotions they're trying to communicate. Manage stress level because when you are stressed or emotionally overwhelmed, you're more likely to misread your romantic 
partner send confusing or offsetting nonverbal signals or lapse into unhealthy knee-jerk patterns or behavior. How often have you been stressed and flown off the handle at your loved one and said or done something you regret later? I am very conscientious that once the words are out there, you cannot bring them back. So managing your stress level will help to have a calm state and you will avoid any regrets. You have been listening to Parenting Matters with Dr. Gloria Morgan on WDKX. And I remind you that education is in my DNA.